0: Well, welcome back to another episode of Living the Abundant Way podcast. This is a place for all women to feel empowered, to find hope and joy in the everyday life, to be a part of a community of women just like you in pursuit for their purpose, calling, inspiration, and creativity, to feel heard and seen and know no matter the hard days, no matter the battle you were in, you are loved and divinely intended on this earth. 60% of our generation is seeking spiritual guidance, and I've seen in my own life the Spirit guide me and anoint my mouth with edification and encouragement for others. I'm excited to share with you more in the prophetic, the power of being Spirit-led to revive those dry places and see the women in this area come back to life. Women who are seeking their dreams and knowing that they were created for more than just getting through the everyday. I'm going to be bringing you educational episodes on how we as women need balance, organization and structure to grow our capacity as homemakers, entrepreneurs and mothers. Wherever you are on the journey, there is so much gold inside you and whether it's just taking that courage to step out into it, awakening the gifts that are inside you or learning to manage and balance more so you can step into all without lacking anything. I wanna see the entrepreneur and working mother able to flourish in all her dreams, her calling and her career while feeling present in the home and able to balance both. I wanna see women discover more practical ways to save time, save money and increase rest. If we've learned anything in the last two years, it's rest, family, health and your purpose. May these episodes educate, support, empower, inspire, and lift your eyes to see what's possible that you may know you can live the limitless life and achieve your wildest dreams. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I cannot wait to hear from you. Please send me a DM over at Living the Abundant Way anytime you feel inspired. If you have a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review, that would be so incredible. Well, I'm so excited for today's episode. I know I say that every episode, but I'm actually so excited because we've got Christy Harris coming on as an incredible guest speaker today. And she's also a student of the Home Detox Project course. And you're going to hear exactly from her what originally held her back from wanting to do the course, what made her end up doing the course, what is she struggling with in the home? What came up for her when she was thinking about investing into this course, what she's now most excited to get out of this course, and also just general life, work, working from home, business owner, motherhood balance. So it's going to be really refreshing. It's going to be really real and honest. And I think so many of you out there are actually really going to connect because I've personally been there and I don't know any mom that hasn't been there, to be honest. You're a unicorn from another planet, but. Christy is a beautiful mum to four boys, which she talks about like, what a super mum. 16, 12, 10, and eight. She's madly in love with her husband, Baron. They've been married for 15 years. They're such an incredible team. They live in a beautiful ocean coastal town. They're such nature people. She's a real creative, and you'll hear her say how being in clutter and mess in the home actually affects her space of creativity and flow, um, which has an effect on her mental health because she's not authentically being able to operate in who she is. She loves to cook and talks about how her battles with cooking and creating has totally shifted since becoming a mom. She's going to share about her struggles within the home. We're going to identify that. And she's also just been through some really hard seasons in and out with her kids and I'm just really excited for you to hear a real honest story from an everyday awesome business owner entrepreneur mother with four children which blows my mind and I'm just so excited. So let's get right into the episode with Christy and hear everything that's been going on for her during this season as a mom and why she's so excited to be a student in the Home Detox Project course. Well, welcome, Christy. Thank you so much for being on Living the Abundant Way podcast. We're so excited to have you here today.
1: I'm excited to be here. <laughs>
0: Well, as you guys would have heard in the intro, Christy is a business owner and a mom and a homemaker, and she's also a student now in the Home Detox Project course, which is really exciting. You joined a couple of weeks ago, and I'm just going to delve into some questions with you, Christy, just around what you struggled with before you decided to take the course and how you're feeling now that you've made that yes. So let's start off with what what are you personally struggling with most in the home right now?
1: I think the most that I struggle with, can I say everything? <laughs> is that allowed? Yes. I just, it is like it's the whole concept of running a business or, and obviously, as Caitlin would have said, I've got four boys. And so that's a very full house. I also have my gorgeous husband, and we are in the home all the time because we both work from home. So you would think (laughs) that we would have all of our, you know, ducks in a row, that the house would always be tidy, we'd have meals ready, all the kind of things. It's not my strong point. I haven't always been the most organised. My husband is. He is fantastic. So his poor brain when he married me and I'm like this high creative extrovert that just goes, ah, flitters around the house, (laughs) leaving messes as I go. (laughs) Or darling was sort of like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but he like, it's definitely, I think the whole thing, it's like, how do I find, and I don't like the word balance, but like the ebbs and flows of, you know, keeping a house tidy and clean and having order. And, you know, this year in particular, we started schools, uh, sorry, not school sports, but after school sports. And so we haven't really done that before and my child my eldest child is now 16 so it's all new to us so now having to be more time managed and to make sure dinner's still on the table if I'm not here and all those kind of things and it's quite an interesting been a quite an interesting year in particular so yeah that's my struggles is a lot to do with making sure everybody knows what's happening that my house is tidy food's on the table And people are getting to where they need to be on time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And run a
1: business at the same time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and it's a lot. And we were just talking offline. And like I was saying, like, we haven't actually been shown how to successfully be a mum do all the extra school curriculum activities that never used to exist back in the day, run businesses, potentially also do volunteer work on top of that, Mm -hmm. support friends, be in community, be a wife. We've never been shown how to do it all before. We're all treading new water in our generation. What's that like between the, the 25 and 40 age bracket. I forgot what we're called. (laughs) We're the one after the baby boomers. Millennials, maybe we're the millennials.
1: I don't know which one we are. All I know is I'm heading to the 40s. So
0: Yes, I think X, Y and Z is the next lot. And they're going to have to face things in a totally different way. Again, I think if we can be empowered, (laughs) like you said, we're going to be able to take our kids with us on the journey, take them into the next generation of organization. But I love that you said about the school sport after school, because there's obviously having a baby transition, toddlerhood transition, maybe going to daycare is a transition, going to kindergarten is a transition. Then there's high school. Then there is all the extracurricular activities and there's all the weekend sports. And it's as a parent, it's constantly always evolving. And your routine is always changing. Your job change, your career change, part-time, full-time, whatever. Yeah. Like, You know, women say how awesome daycare is because you get to pick them up at six. Then they go to school and you got to leave for the house at two o'clock and you've got to be there to pick them up like 245. You've just lost like three (laughs) or four hours that you normally had in day. That's a massive adjustment, especially if you've got one in school, one in daycare. So we are all constantly on this journey of trying to readjust our schedules and timetables. Which is why I think it's so awesome that you're going to be learning these skills because what I hope to see, what I know will happen is once you have the basis of it, you'll then be able to Mm. adjust accordingly as your life changes and, you know, shifts.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: When you were starting your online business, because you're obviously in the online space, natural living business, yes. what was one of the biggest obstacles you faced when um, you started that business, but you just weren't expecting when it came to like the home and working online? Because I think there's definitely a bit of a, you know, we really sell the whole working from home thing, flexibility, mm-hmm. like it is a bit of a uh, dream, working the hours when you find time, which isn't actually the full yeah. truth. No, you actually have to schedule in when you work and you actually have to be able to manage the home to be able to schedule it in. So talk to us about that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So when I started our online business, it was right kind of at the start of 2020. So, you know, the world shut down. So everything was online and because my husband, like he's been working from home for quite some time, we joke about it because we go, we say, you know, you you don't want a nine to five job anymore. So you go and work for yourself and end up working 24 7 (laughs) so you don't really find that it was much better because you just never clock off and I think when I started out because you're passionate it's new it's exciting all those things and we also had we were homeschooling our children at the time so everyone was home obviously anyway but I found it really difficult because I would be in that online space a lot and so if someone had t- sent me a text message then I'd be jumping on it straight away or if I was you know I got a DM or whatever it might be I was always on I couldn't quite switch my brain off and then I if I did I'd stop and turn around and go oh that's right my children need to eat and I need to clean, clean the house and that toilet looks super grotty and I really need to get to that but I found that I so I couldn't there were couldn't find that balance and it's this whole you know that whole idea of in pockets of time pockets of time doesn't exist in a sense because I think it's important for you to structure time because otherwise if you do pockets of time you're only giving it 10% really of what you have to offer and so because your brain is still going thinking a million miles an hour of what things need to be done next so i think that was a big obstacle for me is knowing what was my work hours and what was my non-work hours or if i'm on my phone are my boys looking at me going well mum's on her phone all the time instead of me having a conversation with them and going you know what this is this mummy is doing work right now but in their head they're like oh what about us so it was, it was a struggle to figure out what was the best thing and, you know, you're riding that momentum but your family's struggling. So it's like how do, you, how do you find the ebbs and flows? That's what I was, that's probably my biggest obstacle when I started out was it was either I was either 100% business or 100% family and love. <laughs> I couldn't spread myself out appropriately for all those that needed me. And that then obviously plays on your own mind and you're like, oh, I'm being a crap mum or I'm being a crap business owner or whatever it might be. So that was a huge struggle for me in the beginning.
0: And then... I don't know if this does happened to you, but what I've seen happen quite often is then your brain tries to find a solution to the overwhelm. And often what it does is it will say the business is stressing my family out. The business mm-hmm. is too much. I'll cut the business out. And then often things will improve a little bit because you feel like you're not thinking about the business as much, but then really all the same struggles that you have in the home are still present and you actually end up still often feeling the same amount of overwhelm still in the home as you did even when you were doing your business but now you're actually just devo that you're not stepping into things that actually really light you up and make you excited or financial goals or just being in your calling and how easy is it I know you said about the pockets of time I've heard that so much too but how easy is it to fill all the pockets of time with just doing housework Like you can do housework really slowly and you can keep finding more things to do. And one of the things I loved that the home organization expert Kate said is you can end up cleaning the same things over and over again. And you feel like you're doing something in the house, but you're not actually taking ground in the different areas of the home that need to be cleaned or solved. And then you still keep Mm -hmm. looking around the house going, I feel like I'm always working and always doing stuff, but nothing gets done. (laughs)
1: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, I felt that all the time, and it's funny you should say with the whole that whole concept of stepping back, thinking, "Oh, if I step back from my business," because I literally have a picture in my head. I, I three or four times I've sat on the same couch and I've said to Baron, "Like I am done. Like there's no point. Why am I even doing this? Like you know what? I'm just gonna go find myself a normal nine to five job, and I'll just clock in, clock out, do all that kind of stuff because I cannot do it all." That was my constant spoken word over my life for the last two years. I cannot do it all. And so for me, I go, well, family comes first. And so my business would then suffer. And I, I could see when it suffered because, you know, business was doing not so great. So it was, it's, yeah, so it's very interesting when you say that because it's so true. And I reckon there's so many other women in business who say the same thing. It's like we haven't always been, we haven't been gifted the chance to, Show the world we can do both because it's always been, oh, well, you're either 100% at work or in your business or you're 100% family. You can't have both. And so we're like, we can, but then we struggle because we're like, how do we make it work?
0: Exactly. It's the how part. It's like I know something needs to change and I can see the pain points in my home. It's very easy to find the things that are wrong. That that doesn't take it, that doesn't take um, a genius to find the negative things, does it? But then it's actually taking the action steps, and often the action then doesn't come. I don't feel because you feel lonely being in the house, being a stay-at-home mom, being a self-employed um, worker from home. It's lonely so add on top of that lonely feeling and the overwhelm of not knowing how to do it and where to start you i just see well i'm just not going to do it at all i'm just going to pretend that everything's okay and i'm just going to keep going knowing I'm not okay, it's not okay, and I'm actually starting to really either burn out inside or get really down. And the way we look at our house and view our house and describe our house actually is a reflection of our, like, mental health. So if we're at home working and we're looking around and all we see is negative things about our home, it's really decreasing our productivity, our creativity, the way we show up for our clients, the way we show up for our our employees. Mm -hmm our team, whatever. So it actually ends up having these crazy effects on everything. But if we bring it back to the one cool thing, it's like, oh, I just need some support getting my house organized. It it can be that simple in our mind, but our mind tricks us and makes us think that it's this really scary, bad, overwhelming thing. But if we just brought it back to the basic, it's like, I'm just going to start on one thing. I'm just going to do it with support in community. So what were some of the things that came up because we obviously jumped on a home transformation breakthrough call you were super keen to yes. find out more about the course we had a really good chat what were some of the objections that came up for you that were like oh I don't know if I can do this I don't know if I should do this course that you realized afterwards weren't necessarily the truth or real
1: oh gosh yes where do I where do I start with that one um I think the biggest we'll start with the biggest one which probably would have been for me was was I worth doing this is it like it's that whole concept of you know I'm I'm a woman and a mother and I should know how to do all this why do I need to pay someone to help me because you know but but that's a lie because we all say when we have babies there's no manual to being a parent and being a parent is probably one no, I will say it is definitely one of the hardest things you'll ever do and it brings out of you sides of you, you never knew existed and some of those sides you really don't like and you're like, hang on, I've never been this kind of person and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. But we don't have a manual. We don't, we don't have a manual and then in a sense we don't have a manual to know how to be a good house. I don't want to say good housewife but like know how to organize and have structure and know what you need to do to look after your family to look after yourself all those kind of things because you know a lot of us were never taught that it's not it's not a, like there is some beautiful stories of generational pass downs but for me personally I didn't have that though the women in our family all did everything and so There was that was like they did it on their own, so there was never this concept of okay, we're going to bring you along, like when you're a child, bring you along and help you and show you and do all this kind of stuff from a young age. So you know that's just been how our family has existed, and so I did that, and I did just carried the whole burden of it, not knowing what I was really supposed to be doing. So it was hard. So that's kind of this kind of thing comes up. I'm like, why do I need to do this? And that was the enemy in my head going. You know what self-doubt coming in that I'm not worthy of doing this and that I shouldn't need to do this I should know how to and like that should is a really not a great word because these oh I should be able to or I shouldn't or whatever like it needs to be uh, taken out of a vocabulary <laughs> when it comes to this kind of things because we do personal development in so many areas why not this one Mm-hmm. Why, why not in this area why like it's okay to because it's an investment for a long run but I had to like even today just as I was saying for our call had some deep-seated struggles with my head and my mindset of you're not worth this and you don't need this then or oh, you're not going to be consistent with this you're not going to show up and all these things that I've played in my head for so many years whenever never doing anything because you know, I think I think there's a possibility that being a high creative, that I'll start a project and I won't, and if I can't start and finish it in the exact same moment, or within a couple of hours of each other, I won't do it. But I'm a great starter, but finishing can sometimes be a harder thing to do for me, choosing my vocabulary well because I'm trying to give positive <laughs> positive words to my brain but I always joke and say the one things I actually ever finished was high school because I was made to and having babies because there's no other way that baby's coming out no <laughs> <So>, how <laughs> those are things I finished really well but it is a struggle for me and so I I want to my brain will tell me I'm not going to be consistent and I won't do it and that's me going nope I'm going to do it. I'm going to sh- see the difference. Otherwise, I don't want to be on the same merry go around and I want to hop off and I want to live my life well and look after my family well.
0: <laughs> oh, I, and I think so many can relate to you. And I've been there so many times myself. Everything new that I've been learning in the back end of things and, and even in the course creation. You know, I literally needed a coach to help guide me through all of these new skills that I'd never done before. All of the contents there, all of the knowing, all of the talking, all the educating, but it was the back end, the finer details, the coding, all this nitty gritty stuff that I was like, I don't know how to do this. I feel like I'm going to die. I feel like I'm hanging off the edge of a cliff (laughs) and everything in my body wanted to curl up and not do it because it was so new, so out of my comfort zone. I don't enjoy tech-related tasks. I don't enjoy back-end things. I love talking and teaching and coaching. I want someone (laughs) else to do all that other stuff. But going through those motions actually helped me, like, push through mindsets that I had. And there was a video that I recorded and my coach said to me I don't think it's at the best quality that it could be I think you should go back and do it again and a mindset block for me was I don't like to repeat tasks once I've completed a task because I'm a red personality it's finished it's done (laughs) but quality then needs to kick in because if something needs to be done again and you can keep practicing and redoing it redoing and that was a massive shift that I had to go through and that's just one that's just one thing we all have our own blocks and we all have our own sheeps and we all have things in our mind that our brain tries to trick us and we go into that fight or flight and comfort yeah. feels better in your brain than to step out and learn something new so it will try to convince you in every single way not to step out into that place of discomfort but then when we talk ourselves through and we had another chat and we actually worked through it you were like no, actually, I'm just going to do this. You're there to support me. I'm going to do this step by step. That's why it's over eight weeks. It's not in one hour. Otherwise, yeah, the brain yes. can hope if we did everything, you know, it's over eight weeks, <laughs> bit by bit. And actually, since then, you've already started taking action. Even just today, you started cleaning out your wardrobe. Because I think already in your brain, you've said yes. And you've already said yes. So you're like, I've already said yes. It's, I'm actually just going to start. And you're already starting little bit by little bit, tackling different areas of the home, which is incredible. And I'm sure yeah. your husband is watching in going, where is all this motivation coming from? This is exciting, <laughs> Christy. I can yes. say. Because he's probably <laughs> happy for you because he knows that you're having a breakthrough by doing that. And I'm sure you're yeah. feeling, even though you've gone through all the motions today, because you're breaking through things. I'm sure you're also feeling really proud of yourself because you're like, every time I walk past that wardrobe, I am like, Ooh, la, la. <laughs> I just clean that up and it does, it lifts the vibe. It lifts the happy hormones. Yeah. It's the same dopamine hit that you get when you scroll Instagram. And that's why we get so addicted. It is addictive in a way, not that I love that word, but to tick things off and feel good in your environment and feel good in your home. So you should be so proud of yourself. And I know so many other mothers out there would be feeling exactly the same. And often self-sabotage can come in right before a moment of stepping into something Mm. new that actually could really change our life. And so, yeah, thank you so much for sharing all of that now why is it so important for you to organize your home what is the ultimate vision that you see in your mind of how you feel when you get these areas of your home in order that are bothering you
1: I guess for me like if we're looking like ultimate picture because you know it's good to have like you're saying like it's good to have a vision of what you can look forward to in those moments when it's like You're doing the hard slog and you feel like you want to give up. And it's like remembering back to like we've been told like what is my why? Why do I want to do this? And I think with that, my ultimate or ideal is that when, say, for instance, we get up in the morning and I go out to my kitchen, which is my favourite place, and it's clean. Like it's been clean the night before, so it feels fresh and new and you put the kettle on and you're getting everything ready. You can get breakfast ready for the boys or have everything kind of ready for them to come and do it because, you know, my boys are old enough to make their own breakfast. But there's this routine or kind of a rhythm. I love the word rhythm over routine. But there's this rhythm of, okay, they have breakfast. We stack the dishwasher. We tidy up after that because there's a place for everything. And it doesn't feel overwhelming. It's not them going, oh, where's this go? Where does that go? I don't understand. And there's clutter because I find that if there's clutter, I'm triggered because if there's clutter, my brain cannot focus in. And so it's like this mushy kind of thing happening, almost to the point where I'll have a com- be talking or having a conversation with someone in my household and say I walk into a room and there's mess my, it's literally like the conversation in my brain comes to a grinding halt and everything goes blank in my brain. It's this wild thing that happens. And so for me, clear spaces means clear mind. And as a creative, you want to have a clear mind so you can actually spend your your time and your effort creating things. And so, you know, that's kind of thing. And then, you know, throughout my day then i I know that there's a load of washing going on or like having a routine for me is more so like a routine for me is like <laughs> it's restrictive, but if there's a rhythm in my day, because think I know what comes next, I know it's not overwhelming, a load of washing goes on and I put the slow cooker on for dinner. I know that's sort of for the afternoon and evening so that when my boys get home, I can solidly spend Time with them. I can be present. I want to be a present mum when they're home. And I've got five, let's go with five hours because, you know, there's always it's like school hours. I go, oh, they go up for six hours. It's like, actually, it feels like you drop them off, and the next thing you know, you're picking them up. So it's like, how do I look after my days, like hours in the middle? But there is time for myself in the day because everything's, you know, I have a Rhythm to my day. I can get movement because that's a big thing for me this year. Is getting more movement in my day. I can, I've got time for myself. I've got time for my business, which is blocked out. So I know, okay, yep, this, this, and this, and it means then, I, if someone says to me, "Hey, you want to have a coffee?" I can go, "Actually, yes, I've got some time today," and things like that. Like spontan- spontaneous things can more happen, or you know, just have more intention on my day. Boys come home we spend time together like it's just so much easier and I know dinner's already cooked and just and then I get into bed and I know that the next time I wake up in the morning it's like having my brain clear
0: I just want to take a quick moment to jump in here and let you know tomorrow Thursday the 9th of June at 1:30 p.m. Sydney Melbourne time I'm going to be jumping on a live free masterclass in how you can discover the most efficient cost-effective and organized way to run your home so you can increase productivity in your business and in this live masterclass we are going to cover three of my top secrets the meal planning method that foodie blogs are not teaching you how to save time in the kitchen like a professional chef and why using a cleaning roster and setting up systems in the home will change your family's input and connection are you sick of being stressed in the home do you dread the end of the day and have no idea what to cook is buying takeout a more frequent choice than you would like Does the cleaning just seem to swallow you up and never seem to end? Are you the homemaker that literally only cleans because it gets so bad you can't stand it anymore? If you answered even yes to one or two of these, then you need to be on the masterclass tomorrow at 1.30. You can jump straight into the show notes now and click the registration, save your seat. It is limited numbers. If you can't make it live, there will be a recording sent to you. It is only going to last for 24 hours. So make sure you watch it back straight away. If not, jump over to my Instagram at living the abundant way. And there's also a masterclass link registration in my bio. Plus, I'm just sharing a bunch of great content in my stories, which you're going to want to go and see, check out some of my reels. But let's get back into the episode with Christy.
1: I like
0: having that. No, it's it's scientifically proven yeah. what you're actually saying. It's a scientifically proven yeah. thing. It's not just a Christy thing because you're a creative. It's actually <laughs> a scientific thing. Yeah. When when we see clutter and mess, it spikes cortisol. Our brain goes into overwhelm. It's like when you, it's almost like when you go to the art gallery and you look at so many it's almost like when you go to the art gallery and you look at so many different artworks. Yeah. It's like your eyes are like, Well, there's just so much colour, there's aesthetic overwhelm. I just need to go sit down and have a break. It's actually quite draining when you yes. go to it's the same thing with clutter. It's like your eyes are like, mm. I don't know how to process information. I actually now can't be effective in any task that I do, whether it's conversation, whether it's cleaning, yes. whether it's business, whether it's quiet time. It's all just like chaos mm. in my head. But what I heard from what you said was you, yes, you wanted your brain to feel calm and you wanted to feel like things were in rhythm. But what I really heard you say is you wanted to have Happy mornings with your children because that's where you create memories. You wanted to encourage independence for them growing up as boys, being older. Mm -hmm. You wanted to be able to actually be in the kitchen for breakfast and enjoy each other's company without screaming at each other, which is a whole other relational conversation, other than just, oh, oh, the dishwasher got packed perfectly. You want to be able to have quality time catching up with girlfriends, which is obviously something that really fills up your cup and hasn't been. Fulfilled yes. since probably being a mom and COVID. And that actually for me was the biggest one out of all of it to make mm. space, to be able to get spontaneous coffees with girlfriends that fill my cup up, yeah. that then make me ecstatic when my kids come home. I'm like the most fired up, happy mom. And then, of yes. course, to be able to sit down and actually enjoy working on your business, knowing that yeah. all those things are done, and then feeling really fulfilled at the end of the day. Oh, I really invested like two hours into my business today or three hours into my business. And I saw some really good wins with my team and I feel like I'm kicking goals. Yeah. And now when I sit on the couch with my husband at nighttime, I don't need to work. I don't need to stress about the home. My cup's really full. And now I'm actually really loving and giving and I really want to serve him because I'm actually filled mm. up and pumped. And like, that's the flow that I saw. It's like, you're actually creating yeah a lifestyle that actually is filling you up in all these different areas. And it all came back to feeling like you're in rhythm with the home, which sounds so wild, but this is how much of of an effect the home can have on all those areas. Because if you're overwhelmed with the home, you don't get to see the girlfriend. If you don't get to see the girlfriend for for four weeks, that's four weeks Mm. without you having deep connection with somebody that you love outside your marriage and children. That can have a really detrimental effect on your mental health and your joy, thus making you more grumpy and unhappy around your family, thus kicking in guilt because you're behaving (laughs) in a way and it just
1: keeps going and going
0: and going and And it all just started with, I just need to make time by being organized to book in the date with the girlfriend because she fires me up and I feel good when I'm with her. And it's like, yes,
1: people keep yeah. saying,
0: book in the self-care, do the self-care things, go do the self-care. And it's like, mums go, yeah, with what time? I need more time to be able to have exactly." Self-care. Like, yeah. why didn't you come and live my life and then see if you get self-care? You know, like, that's how we kind of feel <laughs> where it's like yeah. someone needs to actually show us how to make the time. We know all the self-care things to do. It's not hard to pick a list. I can go get a massage, get my nails done, I can see a girlfriend, I can get a coffee by myself, I can read a book, I can have a blah blah blah. I know the list of self-care yeah. things to do. Oh yeah. It's getting to the point where we have the space to then go, yeah. so what am I gonna to pick today? You know, like <laughs> I totally feel you. And thank you mm. for being so honest because it's 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 so real. And I feel like even just since having our breakthrough call, even just since having this conversation. I can already tell in your mind you're already strategizing or planning your rhythms already. How can I look at time and be the boss of time rather than let time dominate me like time's on a a pedestal? Already your mind has started to shift and you're already operating in a place of, oh, how can I be more effective with my time so I can make that happen? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which that skill is never going to go away. Like Once you nail that (laughs) and nail rest and nail all those things, it only just gets better and better and better. Yeah, there's hard seasons. You have another baby or kids go through something. But mostly I feel like what you're learning, what you're going through is for the rest of your life, hey?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Being able to pass on all this to my children because, you know, having boys, I want them to know how to do all these things. I want them to know how to, you know, in a sense, run a household well or look after themselves well because I I want my daughter in laws to come back to me and say, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Like I've done for my mother in law because, you know, my husband, we joke. And, you know, all those like funny memes and reels that people do on like the husband. (laughs) That's me. I'm the husband. (laughs) And he's the wife who's like fully organized, cleans, does all the things. Like he cleans more than what I do. He, so I'm like, I really need to like, and, like shift that a little bit and balance it out so we're both kind of doing it but that's what I want to do for my boys I want to teach them how to cook and I want to teach them how to you know know how to look after themselves when they move out of home and then when they get a wife or a partner I want them to know how to be able to you know look after them well especially when they have a baby like <laughs> <laughs> you need to know how to, like, I'm going to drill into them what it's like for a postpartum. This is how you look after someone in postpartum. <laughs> like, yeah, make wow. sure that you do it. But, like, you know what I mean? I want them to have those skill sets. It's not just a skill that women need. It's a skill that men need too. But, like, I'm glad I'm learning it and getting more structure in it so that our boys get to then, like, generation upon generation, get to learn it as well. So, Yeah,
0: it's so good. And I love that you brought up the 50-50. I know that you're in a little bit of a reverse to the standard kind of stigma of male family, which is so fine. There's so many women out there that are in that role and they do struggle because they do feel a bit naturally unorganized and the other person is a bit more dominantly organized in the relationship. But it's so true, teaching our boys how to raise healthy, strong boys that love women. Mm -hmm. And also on the other side for women that do predominantly do most of the housework setting up these as you would say rhythms not routines <laughs> it actually allows everybody in the family to be able to yeah. take part in that and contribute because yeah. everybody in the house knows what's going on rather than it just being inside one person's head with their own rhythm and strategy that they just know it's actually communicated yeah. or it's stuck on the fridge or it's it's really taught within the family so then everyone knows yeah every monday to thursday we have prepared meals that mom makes on friday we get special pizza it's like they know what's coming they know what's expected and they stop asking all those unnecessary questions all the time which literally triggers us because we're like if you ask me what's for dinner one more time you're going to not get any dinner and you're just going to eat pasta (laughs) for the rest of your life because you're so over people asking stuff of you but at the same time yes we also could provide them with a system that um allows them to see what's going on so I love that you said that because your boys are definitely going to get more involved after all of this they're going to feel so empowered they're going to feel independent they're going to know the go. some of your kids are going to naturally be in a personality more like your husband and they actually thrive Mm. off being more involved and some are going to be more of your personality and they're going to be like housework chores like I'd rather and
1: I can tell you exactly already who's who
0: (laughs) and like that's fine like And you'll be able to then work with that. I think that's really beautiful. But what would you say just off like the top of your head, what are the top five areas of your home that are costing you the most either time or money? You don't have to go into elaborate detail, just like listing them.
1: Hmm. Definitely meal planning. Oh, my gosh. I've never been a massive meal planner. I buy groceries and then nine times out of ten, those groceries sit in the fridge until they go bad. And I'm like, hmm. And so, like you were saying, like if, if a child asks me one more time, and usually it's at breakfast, they go, "What's for dinner?" And I'm like, "Go." Like I, I just can work feel up. the anxiety right going through my body. But the funny thing is, I used to be like I did hospitality for school, and I worked in, and I loved like worked in hospitality, and I loved creating meals and doing like it's my like it was my happy place. Then I had children who and they like, stole theaters. all of
0: that from you.
1: <laughs> I'm like, you stole my joy. Of cooking. So we're getting back to it now. Like our teenager is really good with food. So now I'm like, okay, we will get there. So obviously, meals like that can be a very financial thing because if you don't use it all, especially right now in this season that we're all in, if you don't use it all, then you feel like, oh no, what have I done? Then, uh, what my other area? I think I have mm, not necessarily time, but gives me the most stress is the general clean of the house so we're in an old house and we have like dust collects quite quickly and we have quite a few in our household that don't do well with dust so lots of respiratory issues and things like that so my brain goes oh no I've got to clean I've got to clean and you know dust and do all those kind of things but I feel like if I that would be a time thing for me because i like there's a lot there's a lot of dust and trying to dust everything and that's definitely an area being able to keep things not dusty. <laughs> yeah. Big. I, I like, I feel like I would just be dusting every moment of the day for a whole week and then we'd start again. So that's en- another area. What's another area? Oh, I think it's just the general like chores. So I can get to the basic stuff. And I can say do a toilet or clean the bathroom or clean the kitchen overnight night time. But getting down to like the proper cleaning of the entire house <laughs> can be hard. So like, you know, the little the little bits and pieces like cleaning under beds and doing skirting boards and <laughs> yep. sheets. Yep. Just all the thing, like washing, the washing. There yes. is six of us in this house, and there's a lot of washing. <laughs> A lot of washing.
0: I feel like washing so, is yeah. number four. It's one of its own washing, and washing <laughs> is a <laughs> huge <laughs> one for people. Yeah, no, no, it's real.
1: And like, I, I could, I love putting on a load of washing. That's fine. So then, taking it out. <laughs> Sometimes I wash a load, like maybe three times,
0: because <laughs> it gets smelly. Because you forget to put it out.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's real. A whole bunch of essential oils in there and just go again. (laughs) It's so real. Oh man. I go to bed. Why does this smell? He goes, uh, maybe because it sat in the washing machine for days. So yeah. So washing it's its own thing. Yeah. But yeah. I think wasting time, the biggest thing I waste my time on is planning, executing is my struggle so I can write all the great lists and I can write all the great things and all of this kind of stuff it's executing it sticking to it but also trying to involve my children as well so I don't get that feeling of I'm doing everything and then that third and sits on my shoulders and then I turn into mean mummy and wife because (laughs) I am overwhelmed Mm -hmm. No one appreciates what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. I know. Oh, I don't want to be that person. So I know.
0: Yeah, and sometimes we idea. over plan and the planning is actually not attainable. So for example, we plan all these. We're like, oh, it's winter. I want to go on like a soup thing. I want to get really healthy. And we buy all these vegetables, to make all these soups. And really, you only have four stoves on the burner. You may only have one or two pots that actually can make soup. So there's all these other factors that come in and then you realize, oh, I'm actually sick of making soup. I've made two soups now. I don't really want to make soups anymore. I don't even know why I bought those ingredients to make soups. This is just a random example. Yeah, You don't don't even end up making soups because like the, the planning was actually already unrealistic and too big for what could possibly be executed. Then there's also looking at the process of what that that thing you've set in takes and can you actually schedule that much time into your calendar that week? What's on that week? Maybe there's like five soccer games on that week because it's the champions game or something. And you're like, we're actually not going to be home from like Friday till Sunday. And I'm not even going to be in the house to even cook. I'm only going to be here to cook Monday, Thursday. I'm actually only going to be able to make like four meals. I need to like cut my whole shopping list in half, like yes. stuff like that, because we forget to schedule in and look at the calendar for the things that we've actually planned out. And that often Mm. I think is where then the action doesn't come in because it was never possible to do the action in the first place. So I think if we, we cut the planning a lot down and start small and make it more simple, I believe you and many others will be able to action Mm -hmm. it and be able to follow through because it will be simple. And I love that word. Of
1: course. (laughs) Everything <laughs> needs to be simple, yeah, simple
0: which is, and easy. <laughs> which is why you are going to love learning recipes on autopilot five yes. days a week two two two-week cycles because that is going to simplify cooking and obviously your family is going to enjoy certain foods and flavors and meals more than my family so there's suggestions obviously in the course of like easy generic family favorites that are like flavorsome pumped with vegetables and of course when you get on top of the autopilot of making those family favorites then you will have the space and ability to be able to break off into those creative spurts and do those extra things because you know the bulk is made for the family the bulk's made for the kids and then on the weekends if you want to you know get creative and do a slow cooked casserole or whatever you want to do or like a something fancy in the oven or bake some muffins or whatever it is it doesn't feel like a big deal because everything else is so organized you're not relying on that meal as a source of like food for everybody you know if it takes 4 hours cuz you're having a lazy sunday afternoon or whatever you know so um it will also i hope it will also open up space for you to be able to tap into that creativity in the kitchen or you know yeah. wherever you like to funnel that through whatever mediums yeah um but yeah i'm so glad you got awesome. to share everything with us i'm so excited that you're going to be in the Home Detox Project course, I know it's going to have a profound impact on your marriage, your relationships with your kids, yes. your business, your leadership, your own mental health, your own self care, um, and actually enjoying the place where we spend thirteen point five years of our life. I was doing some research. Wow! The other day. I know it's wow. like it's a long time to be in a home. So, but thank you so much for talking, and we're so excited to launch with you and see your transformation we'll definitely have to get you back on to see so we can do another recording how you feel after the eight weeks that's actually a really good idea amazing
1: i'm excited i'm very excited i think every woman should do this i (laughs) really do you're amazing okay well
0: thank you and have a good day will. thank you thanks for being here for another episode on living the abundant way I hope you are leaving a little more empowered, lighter and inspired to create a small step of change for a more wholesome life. That you're wildly capable of being a homemaker, wife, mother and entrepreneur. I pray this episode leaves a little nugget in your heart and I would love to hear from you. Like I genuinely mean I'm the testimony queen. Testimonies reveal that it can be done again. I'm also here to listen and support you in life's journeys. And if you have a moment, could you please subscribe and leave a review? It would mean the world to me. Now, don't forget to claim your bonus Home Transformation Breakthrough Call with me. During our complimentary time together, I can take a deeper look at the missing links that are causing you stress around your home. See the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to chat with you.